Hardwired for Life. grow and change and do life so that's why we're doing this yeah so welcome and enjoy and let us know if you have some comments questions anything like that you can email us at hardwired365 at gmail.com yes 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 yeah and be blessed and visit our website yeah don't forget to visit our website like Hard and follow hardwiredforlife.com yes like and follow us absolutely and check us out on uh, CastBox, iTunes, and more. <laughs> yes, yes. So we look forward to hearing from you. That's Jana Rawling. And that is Sharon Luzzi. Good morning. Good morning. Is it still morning? I have to look at my watch. Maybe. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the very end of morning. <laughs> I think if we went, what, if you go to McDonald's, we couldn't even get breakfast. Yeah, that's messed up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I go there a lot. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so today, we were just asking the Lord what he wanted us to talk about. As you can see, we prepared nothing, nada. Um, we do this sometimes. But as, as we were thinking about it, he's already given us a bunch of insight. And so we're going to talk about being holy. And I want to preface this, and it's unfortunate that I have to preface this, but I want to preface this with we're not thumping the Bible over anyone's head. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind, because when we look at holiness, we think about holiness, you know, I'll, and I'll just give you my personal testimony. When, when I first came to the Lord, I was 19 and immediately this woman invited me to go to her church. And so I went and it was a very charismatic church. And I thought, Oh my gosh, these people are crazy. I mean, it was like throwing, you know, I, I just wasn't ready for that. Right. I was like, I grew up in darkness and now you're going to make me want to do what with what tambourine and what flag and I don't even know you people. So what that did was it really, it immediately turned me away from what she called at the time as born again Christians. Okay, so now I know what that means. Then I didn't. But I worked with this lady, and she would also say things like, you know, you probably shouldn't wear makeup like that. <laughs> you know, you should probably wear different heels, like maybe a little bit lower. Maybe you shouldn't wear dresses. I mean, she was, she came down on me and thumped the Bible over my head so hard that I, my head spun. You know, I didn't know. And so whenever I think of holiness, that always comes back to me, that whole like, 
holier than thou. Yeah, that's what I used to get. <laughs> attitude. Yeah. And and that's not what we're trying to talk about here today. At all. No. No. Absolutely not. Uh, I think when we think about the word holy, especially in today's society, that's a hard one for people to maybe understand, grasp, or what does that picture look like? Right. I mean, we look at, okay, so if we take the, and I'm going to, I'm totally going to bash a church right now, not a specific church, but just church in general. Um, a lot of mainstream Christians have a weird idea of what holy is. Right. And I think God is wanting us to help correct some of that. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I think, let's take Halloween, for example. Right. We just had Halloween, right? Well, I didn't, but other people did. And there are always people, especially when people have younger children, they kind of give into it. Mm-hmm. And the churches even give into it mm-hmm. by having trunk or treats. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I understand. I had kids. I have kids. They're just not that young anymore. Uh, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. So I understand that there's, there, it's hard. It's hard when you have to deal with society. Right. And I think, I think what's uh, unfortunate is then you have that, <clears throat> excuse me, that negative side of what holy looked like to a lot of people. I'm going to say early 1900s through like 1960, 70, a lot of that ugly come from a different denominations that you should have a sad face, you should be poor, you should be groveling, and things that were really just pitiful in so many ways that wasn't holy. That had nothing to do with being holy. That had to do with control from the churches. And you hear stories where I have a friend who's half Greek and half Mexican, and he traveled around to several countries and he would tell me, yeah, these people actually, actually crawl on their knees all the way to church and they consider that to be honoring and holy. And I said, what? That's abuse. That's just straight up abuse. (laughs) I was like, I consider that to be painful. Yeah. (laughs) So you have these societies that have this picture or were told that this was holy or this was honoring the Lord in some way. But holiness is, is not any of those things. Uh, not at all. We're going to actually define this uh, from the Hebrew. My computer's slow this morning, so we're, we're having a pause for un momento. However, I will give you a little bit of a heads up. It means set apart. Mm-hmm. Set apart from what? Uh, it's set apart from the ways of the world. So if the whole world celebrates something that's not ordained by God and it runs in the realm of darkness in some form, it's not holy. Right. It's just not. Um, I think what people don't understand, the the greatest misunderstanding is that holy means the holier-than-thou statement because you refuse to participate in something that you know you shouldn't be, let's say. So the the misunderstanding is that we're 
we're holier than thou because we refuse to join in in the darkness. Sure. And that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, there's there's nothing we can do about it. Right. And I mean, we did you get that definition? Yet? I did. Okay, I'll just let you go. Okay, so this is this is Kadesh. This is the Hebrew word Kadesh. If you want to know, it is the root word is H six nine four two, the Strong's. And this one is H six nine four four. So it means apartness, holiness, sacredness, separateness. Uh, of God, places, and things, and it's set-apartness and separateness. It's also dedicated, it's also dedica specifically dedicated, and to sanctify. So when you're being sanctified, you're being set apart. You're prepared in this way, consecrated, appointed, and purified. It sounds so beautiful. I love the Hebrew. It gets gorgeous. So, okay. So when I was talking about Halloween, talking about sort of giving in to society and how it's, it's harder when you have young children, um, the, what I was really saying is, as well is that we think that that kind of thing is okay. We think that it's okay to listen to um, horrible music on the radio that's destructive or watch t television that's destructive um, and, and we just do it and we rationalize our way out of it right because as human beings we can talk ourselves into or out of anything right and so I will confess right now that I do Christmas <laughs> well okay so let me rationalize I mean let me explain <laughs> go right ahead so there were a couple of years that I didn't do Christmas. Like mm -hmm. I, when the kids were a little bit younger and mm -hmm. I was just like, you know what? I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. This is not when Jesus was born. This is a pagan holiday, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then everybody else does it. My family does it. I can't avoid, you know, you can't avoid relationships just because of this as well. So um, my rationalization for it was, well, I don't really celebrate his birthday at any other time of the year. So I might as well celebrate it when everybody else is celebrating it. Mm -hmm. And so I have this little agreement with the Lord. And so far, I haven't been struck down with lightning or anything. So, I mean, I don't know what else to do. Right. Except to do it when my family's doing it. Right. You know? Well, I think that's difficult, too. Uh, <clears throat> when you start to learn the truth about a lot of uh, holidays in America, you will find out what the origin is. And I think this is a good place to start this part of the conversation right now. What's the origin of what you're doing? Is it man-made or God-made? And that's the safest thing, I think, to how to look at things. That's what the Lord did with me like 40 years ago, literally. I would ask him questions and I'm like, well, what about this and what about that? And he says, look at the origin of it. And then he eventually said to me, in the end, he goes, it's gonna be really simple. Are you gonna choose me or man? Sure. I mean, that's basically what he t told me. Yeah. And I also felt like I was going to start to do the festivals, you know, the Jewish yeah, festivals. Yeah, absolutely. And even do Hanukkah. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm only Jewish by being grafted in. True. We all are. And I don't know what that looks like. Right. And I don't want to, like, 
do it a disservice sure by not doing it properly so that's why i decided not to do it plus i didn't have any friends at the time who were really doing it so i didn't have a support group to do it mm-hmm. with um and i also wanted to not get into the trap of doing religious things yes you know absolutely yeah i i actually have a really large background in the hebraic roots however what what it comes down to is I also didn't celebrate Christmas, but I didn't shove it down people's throats either. Yeah. Um, I, I still have a relationship and I just, I respect what they do and they respect what I do. It just comes down to that. However, just as a sidebar, Jesus did Hanukkah. It's in John 10. Just so you know, he was Jewish. However, we're not going down this road for that specifically. But the holiness has to do with doing things God's way. Mm-hmm. That's what we don't understand. We're, when he calls us to be set apart, sanctified, purified, and sacred, and all these things, it's because he cherishes us not to get dirtied up and muddied up in the waters of the world and the darkness. Right. So when we're born into the world... We're handed down culture and traditions. Those are man-made. Those are not, even Jesus spoke to the religious Jews because they were hurting the people. Even Jesus knew that, obviously. I'm just saying something that I'm just gonna say out loud. So when the holiness part comes up, it really has a lot to do with God saying, hey, I don't want you mixed up in that darkness, whatever it is, whether it's something the ear gate, the eye gate, or the physical body or whatever, it really doesn't matter because, I mean, it matters in the sense, I'm sorry, let me back up a little bit. It matters in the sense that we don't want to take that into our person because that's what we're going to have a filter of. So if you're constantly eating on a diet of darkness, that's what your your soul realm's going to put back out. So God is not being a killjoy or a buzzjoy. He's just trying to make it so that you have the maximum potential of your person functioning in the world uh, with him, not with the worldly things. Right. And I think that when it comes to something like Christmas, now, uh, I'm just saying this for me, for Christmas, I had a seriously long talk about Jesus. You know, I, I was like, okay, Lord, seriously, what am I supposed to do here? Sure. My, my kids want Christmas. Sure. You know, my, you know. And, and he specifically said, it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, okay, then now that you said it was okay, I'm okay. You know, rather than just going off of what other people do or what I think I should do to be holier than thou. Right. Basically. Right. 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 And I think that's, what's really difficult is something specifically like Christmas, the purpose in Western Christianity basically is to honor the Lord and we have a tradition of giving gifts. Right. There's nothing wrong with that, although it becomes very commercialized. I have many friends who at one point in their life, just like you, uh, I did this too. It's like, well, wait a minute, everybody's out of control with the commercial end of things and we're sick of it already. Yeah. So where's the simplicity and in it, Jesus? Yes. And when it comes to that part of it, yeah. like I don't really give gifts. I give like one thing to each of my kids. 
Right. You know, and it's usually in the form of money so they can do whatever they want with it because they're older. Sure. You know, like I don't play the whole let's fill the stocking to overflowing and let's, you know, wrap all the presents the night before and blah, blah, blah. Like we don't, I just don't play. Yeah. I just use it as, okay, I'm honoring Jesus for his birthday and I'm going to see family. Right. You know? Absolutely. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I think... The, the thing we're talking about here has more to do with don't go out there and purposely do the some kind of darkness that's going to change your filter. Right. In in a way of, um, you know, it's not, it's not good for your person. It, it's really harmful. You know, the more killing movies we watch or the more uh, music that we listen to that's very destructive, I call it the death culture, or, um, you know, hanging out with people that rob, kill, steal, and destroy, you know, let's say in some form, Mm -hmm. those kind of things. I mean, it talks about our relationships through the word, you know, not hanging out with people that are, um, you know, bad company will affect you. It will influence you. So we're only saying all that though, to show you that holiness isn't a punishment. We're separated out of the things of the world that are not for God or aren't and originated in God. Yeah, you know, I know we took immediately off the bat Halloween and Christmas, the two major things right now that we could possibly talk about that people will definitely get upset over. But you brought up some everyday things. Yeah, that's what we want to show here. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I think that's really important to go over those everyday things because you're right, when we... Whatever we put in our gates, yes, you know, um, that is where, I mean, we, we're going to reap what we sow, Yeah. bottom line, and if we're constantly watching violence mm-hmm. on TV mm-hmm. or in the movies, then we're going to think it's okay, and right. it's not. Right. And it, so it really does take us away from the Lord. You know, I always say to myself things like, would this glorify God? Like... If Jesus is sitting next to me in the room, which <clears throat> he is, mm-hmm. would he want to watch this with me? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a really mm-hmm. sobering thought. Right. You know, it's like, right. uh, maybe I should change this. Yeah. You know, and I don't know how many times I started to watch something and then it's like, oh, 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 no, can't watch that. You right. know, it's like, I think and I hope it's going to be something, you Better. know, semi-clean. Uh, and it's not. And, you know, I know that Hollywood now more than ever has put out some good Christian Mm -hmm. movies and television, Mm -hmm. um, or at least family friendly. Yeah. Um, as a last resort, you know, but it's very hard to find anything. And, and that's when we've got to just suck it up and maybe read our word. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Wow. What would that be like? (laughs) Yeah, so holiness, uh, to be holy, you know, it's something that I want to be more of, you know, and I, do you ever pray for things and you're like, I'm not sure if I should pray this because the (laughs) Lord's going to, yes, exactly. Holiness is one of those things for me where I'm like, I want to be more holy. And then I'm like, but wait, wait, wait a minute. (laughs) Can we at least talk about it first? Right. You know, because, I mean, we're we're all still walking out our salvation. Yes. And none of us are going to be perfect, like, ever, you know. Right. 
Well, you know, and the goal of, of being separated from the things in the world, the more that you are and the more you read your word, the more you spend time with God, you will actually be built up in your spirit, man, to actually resist those things of the world. Exactly. But, you know, he did it out of his mercy and love for us. He knows, like it talks about not marrying the foreign wives to, because that marriage union they use that to turn, let's say, let's use Solomon specifically to turn him away from God. Right. All these things are used to turn us away from God. So yes, we have to live in the world and it isn't that we can't go have fun. It isn't that we can't enjoy friends and things like, that's not the point. But what we don't understand is the holiness actually brings the maximum fulfillment of the desires of our heart because he's the one who knows the beginning from the end. He's the one who knows all the details of what will make us the happiest, will uh, bring us the furthest in success and family and all the things we do. And you know, it's time to start talking about this stuff. I, I heard a girl on Facebook and she says, when are we gonna start having these honest conversations about things? Right. So that's what we're doing today, um, you know, Things in the world of God have been very misrepresented. Mm -hmm. We've been given a lot of crazy ideas about stuff because yes. of religion. Yes. But the only way you can correct that is having that personal relationship with Jesus Christ. But again, to be holy is more about his love for us. He didn't want his people uh, mixed up or mixed into the other nations because of all that. Right. He knew what would come of it. So a lot of times we think we're smarter than God and we get into trouble and then we don't know why we got into trouble. Uh, he allows it so that we can learn and grow from it and struggle from it, uh, which brings character, by the way. However, that's not his desire. Right. You know, just one last thing regarding um, holiness. Uh, some of us, and I'm, I am this way, I know Sharon is this way, I want more. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I ache for more of God in my absolutely. life. Absolutely. No matter how many hours of the day I spend, you know, with him, I still want more. Yes. And the only way to get more is to become more holy. Yes. You know, really? Yes. Because we we open a way for him. Yes. Yes, cuz when you're in that darkness, you know, his his uh magnificent holiness, his own Glory does not allow that in his presence. Now, he won't get rid of, he won't just, you know, get rid of us like that. I, I'm trying, losing the word here. But if you want to be closer and you want more, you have to not be connected to the worldly things that are destructive, that are, I, again, I call it death culture. Yes. And we have so much of it today. We have to, we have to be able to stand out and be that light and shining you know, we have to be the, the lighthouse. Right. And you can't do it if you're in the darkness with everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Putting your bushel under the... Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you know, like under the bench. Yeah, we, we're called to be the light in dark places. And the lighter we can become, the more the enemy, the darkness flees. We're, yes. You know, scripture says that. So it's something that we are supposed to be doing. Yes. Is to try to be more holy. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, it was. For sitting here going, uh, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I knew it was in there. Yeah, something. Oh my goodness. Well, I guess that's it. I think so. And it's what day is it? Oh, it's Monday. It's Monday. Yeah. It's not lunchtime quite yet. No. Wow. <laughs> in a minute. It's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. Have a good day. And spread the word. Be you, share you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please visit our website at hardwiredforlife.com. Production and editing done in-house at Hardwired for Life. Music by Alexander Nakaranda at Degenerate Blues.